Previously on Transformers University, we went back to 1984 and took a look at the breadth and scope of the 1984 toy line, cartoons, comics, and more, all to understand the great impact the Transformers brand has had on pop culture. And now, we take one last look at the legacy of 1984 on Transformers University. Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode number 12 of Transformers University, and this time we are wrapping up the first full year of Transformers with the legacy of 1984, and in this episode we're just going to, I'm just going to ramble, really, about a few things, uh, things that I think are interesting that come out of 84, and things that, uh, things we never got as of this recording, and some of the characters and toys that uh, could use an update since 84 and in uh, some other form. And now, please be advised, I am only talking about official Transformers product, either produced by Hasbro or a licensee of Hasbro. Uh, as many of you may know who know me, uh, I don't do the third-party thing, uh, the unlicensed third-party thing, I do feel it is intellectual property theft in a lot of ways. Uh, I do feel third-party companies are inherently lazy um, and not doing the work to build a following around their product without stealing from Transformers and from Hasbro. So with that in mind, please do realize that I am only talking official product here. But, you know, the legacy of 1984 carries on to today. Uh, into even, you know, next year. Uh, we're quickly coming up on the 35th anniversary of the launch of the line in 1984, and uh, uh, nothing is more evident than that. Uh, in June, we are going to see the Netflix series, The Toys That Made Us, release their Transformers episode, and I am very much looking forward to that, and I hope all of you are as well. Uh, that's available on Netflix. Uh, first four episodes are out now. Uh, you can learn all about Star Wars, Barbie, Masters of the Universe, and G.I. Joe. Uh, I still have to watch two of those episodes, but uh, the ones I did watch were fantastic. Uh, in 84, we also got a lot of the core of the Transformers brand. Not just the robots that transform into other things, but the alien robots who transform into other things and end up on Earth as the overall and overarching concept uh, is repeated again and again each time Transformers reboots for the most part. And uh, what's interesting about that is that in coming up in 2019, uh, if you were part of our Toy Fair coverage, then you probably learned the next generation's toy line, the current uh, one of the current toy lines out on shelves right now uh, is going to move from the Prime Wars trilogy to the War for Cybertron trilogy, uh, not to be confused with the video game from a few years back of the same name minus the word trilogy. And the pitch I heard as far as that goes is a focus back onto the time before the Autobots and Decepticons came to Earth. Now this this story was visited a handful of times throughout the Generation 1 cartoon. And 
most prominently in the pilot episode of where of more than meets the eye where they are on cybertron and have cybertronian alternate modes uh laser beak sound wave even though he just turns into a lamppost wheeljack uh the decepticon jets which are uh affectionately known as the tetra jets and even in the comics we see with optimus prime's uh gun emplacement mode uh, there is certainly a look towards that, and uh, it's going to be nice to see what they do with that in toy form. Now, I don't think the entire toy line is going to be focused around those particular characters. I think they're they're going to find a way to tap into some later characters and some characters that have never received toys. Now, speaking of characters that never got toys or designs that never uh, appeared in toy form, uh, there's a whole bunch from 84 that did not, but not many, not many as, as many as other years, and not certainly not as many as you will find probably when we do this episode again in for 1985. Um, I think the biggest, most glaring one uh, character to never, ever get any sort of official toy is Sparkplug Witwicky. Uh, he has never gotten a version of his toy, uh, his cartoon or comic book self done in toy form. Now, Spike has a number of times. Uh, this past year, Chip Chase finally uh, came off the list of characters that have never gotten a toy. He was included with Masterpiece Sunstreaker, and you can check out my review on YouTube for that toy. Uh, it's a fantastic toy. Unfortunately, Chip Chase was not a very good part of that toy, but it, honestly, it's what sold me on buying that because we had never seen in any form, a uh, toy of Chip Chase. And for the most part, a lot of other humans uh, have never gotten a toy. The other big, glaring human missing from uh, ever receiving a Transformers toy is Buster Witwicky. So uh, he appears, he is the, uh, as of this point, the other Witwicky. Uh, he is... It, mainly in the comics, and he's only actually he's never in the cartoon. He's only in the written works of the comics and uh, coloring books and such. And him, nor his friends Jesse or O, or O's dad, um, have or you know have never have ever received um, an action figure of some sort. And this is a a place where I think Hasbro is really missing out. So they certainly have the means and the designers to do this um i think it would be neat to see as some sort of either online exclusive or or as part of maybe this new Haslab situation um i know i would like to see a lot of these characters done in three and three quarter inch scale certainly they would be more appealing to me than some of the other things that have been licensed out and been made into three and three quarter inch figures. I think that is an untapped market. Uh, and, you know, spark plug. You can even do a spike at three and three quarter inch, you know, that G.I. Joe size. Um, yes, yeah, so spark plug uh, and Louisa, the uh, friend of the Autobots from Fire on the Mountain, uh, have also never gotten toys. Uh, and I, know I mentioned spark plug earlier, but really that one needs to be hammered home. Uh, additionally, characters that have never received official toys, Holonix Maximus, who uh, we mentioned last episode, uh, the hologram from 
Heavy Metal War. Big Red, the uh, giant red robot in the first issue of the Transformers Marvel comic. Has never received an official toy. That would be a neat one to uh, somehow figure out how to place him into the continuity. And well, how to place him into uh, three-dimensional toy form. And uh, the last one I have on my list, and you know, if I've missed anything fairly important, uh, give me a shout. Info at tfu.info or on Twitter at tfu underscore info is, and I put this in quotes, Skyfire. Now, uh, Jetfire has received a number of toys. There has been a toy named Skyfire that wasn't this character. Um, the Jetfire Skyfire relation is um, kind of a complex one, and we'll get into that in a few episodes when we talk about the 1985 Autobots. Uh, but there has never been really a toy that matches the on-screen model of Skyfire officially released by Hasbro, which is a shame. And it's you figure that's something they could do, um, given they, they certainly own that design. But Jetfire, the toy we will talk about into 1985, and it's interesting to note that a number of the 1985 toy line Jetfire uh, as Skyfire in the show, along with the Dinobots, the Constructicons, the Insecticons, and Shockwave, are all part of the 1985 toy line, which we will get into uh, in future episodes. But, you know, Jetfire has received a number of updates over the years, but there's only been two toys from 1984 that never received... Uh, any sort of official update and one is not so obvious actually they're both um, not terribly obvious so most of the all the main cast all the main and minor Autobots and Decepticons have all been updated to some extent in uh, 84 but uh, the characters not updated since 84 there are only two uh, yellow cliff jumper uh, has not received any sort of homage uh, down the line. Uh, anything yellow that is that size is almost always a bumblebee. And Bumper, uh, the toy that was sold on Cliff Jumper and Bumblebee packaging, but was neither one of them, uh, the yellow sedan from the MicroChange line. Now, it's interesting to note, too, because Bumper has become a character in the comics over the years, both for Dreamwave Productions when they did the Transformers comics for a while and currently in the IDW Transformers universe. So it's surprising to me they haven't taken a stab at doing a bumper figure. Uh, but they are working their way through the minibots in their Generations line and, and they're running out of ones to do so you never know. Uh, here's to hoping uh, Bumper is part of that. Now, if you follow the Masterpiece line that is done by mainly by Takara Tomy uh, and occasionally imported by Hasbro, most of the characters from 84 have been done, with a few exceptions, most of which are the minibots. So uh, Bumblebee and Red Bumblebee were both done in Masterpiece form. However, Brawn, uh, the aforementioned Bumper, Cliffjumper, and Yellow Cliffjumper, uh, Gears, and Huffer, as far as minibots go, have never been done in masterpiece form by Takara Tomy. And for the... Oh, and Windcharger as well. 
And for the uh, cars, there are only four Autobot cars from 84 that have yet to get the Masterpiece treatment. Jazz, Mirage, Trailbreaker, and Hound. And it's interesting to note that those are kind of ones that would hang up a uh, toy company trying to do those molds because uh, they look for things to make them into after the fact. They want to get their money's worth out of the tooling. So that usually means finding a way to make it into more than one toy. Now, Trailbreaker would be easy to do because ultimately you can do some sort of retooling into Hoist as they do share a mold. Uh, however, Jazz and Mirage and Hound, uh, well, Hound was made into a character, a secondary character well after 1984. Um, there was a version of him called uh, Detritus uh, and a Decepticon at that. Uh, that was a brown version of the Hound toy. Now, Jazz has some repaint options as well that would probably make him appealing to being a masterpiece toy. However, getting the license from Porsche to do that toy has been an obstacle for Takara Tomy and Hasbro. And Mirage, he is the least likely to get an official masterpiece toy because there really are no other options uh, to paint him into anything else. Possibly his his red Diaclone color scheme. So pre-Transformers, there was Diaclone, and uh, there was a red Mirage available in that line. Uh, they would have to brand him a character, that uh, a new character, but that's been done uh, a number of times already in the Masterpiece line, so it's entirely, entirely possible. But as you can see, we're talking about the possibilities of redoing characters from 35 years ago again, and a lot of these characters, your Optimuses, your Megatrons, the big four as people like to refer to them in this context, Optimus, Megatron, Bumblebee, and Starscream, and you could probably expand that out to eight if you tack in Grimlock, Shockwave, Soundwave, and I'm going to throw Ironhide as that eighth one, but uh, there's just about any Autobot car slots into that eighth spot. Um, these characters have been done many, 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 many times in 35 years, and uh, will be continued to be done uh, as time rolls on. Uh, so Transformers can be reintroduced to a new generation and reintroduced around the world. Uh, you know, a, there's been a shift lately in the Transformers line to, uh, at least in one of the Transformers lines, to go back to a very 1984 style with the toys. But, you know, one thing to remember is not the entire world got this season of G1 in 1984. In fact, in doing my research for this, I believe it was Germany that didn't get this season of the show until the mid-90s. And there are parts of Asia, like China and like the Philippines and a number of other places that weren't aware of Transformers until the Michael Bay films. So for a lot of them, they are being exposed via the internet and other media to the G1 cartoon. So there's always a new group of kids and there are always a new group of adults and collectors who are, who are just learning this stuff. That's why I do this show. And hopefully you've learned something in the last 12 episodes as we continue on. So that will wrap up. We are putting a pin in 1984 for now. It's not like we're not going to revisit it. But as we move into the future, we are going back to 1985. Just like Marty McFly, Doc Brown, Huey Lewis, and the news 
Shout out to uh, Jason Kirk for our Huey Lewis in the News lyric battle on Twitter a few weeks ago. As we continue on with Transformers University. Of course, if you like the show, you know what to do. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all the rest. And please swing over to our YouTube page and subscribe. TFU.info uh, is the website. YouTube.com slash TFUINFO is the YouTube channel. Uh, hop on board because there's a lot of great video content I do in addition to this podcast and TFU News and Views, our uh, semi-regular news podcast where I kind of ramble on just like I did here today about whatever is going on in the world of Transformers. So until next time, see ya.